Woods, Miller, and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Tuesday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller for the next couple of hours talking sports with you. And uh, thanks for uh, tuning in here this morning. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this at the bottom of the hour. Only one guest in hour number one. We're going to head north to the Twin Cities. We do NFL on Tuesdays, not exclusively, uh, but certainly uh, after... Uh, it, uh, sitting on the back burner yesterday. We'll get to it today as the week is over with the Lions winning last night. But Dane Mazzatani, who covers the Minnesota Vikings for the St. Paul Pioneer Press, he will join us. What way does that seemingly playoff bound? At least they looked like it uh, with Kirk Cousins. Uh, we know what happened. Which way will they go? We'll pick Dane's brain on that at 1130. Matt Snyder will join us live from Phoenix, where the Rangers took a 2-1 lead in the series last night. Game four tonight, uh, just after seven first pitch tonight. Game five tomorrow, same scene. But uh, Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com will join us live from the World Series at 12.05. And then David Eicholt, as he waits for Kirk Ferentz's presser at 145. David Eicholt, Hawkeye insider.com part of 24 7 sports he will join us with the very latest on what he can expect to hear along with everybody else when kirk meets the media at 145 no players availability today i think it's the right move we uh when i talked to david yesterday and setting up our interview for today and we were trading some stories over the last uh, 24 48 hours uh, with him yesterday and at the time we thought we were going to have players part of the press conference, and it was kind of a window that would work leading into it. But very quickly, that changed, and that's okay. And like you said, it's the right thing. It is the right thing. You don't want the first members of a football team after a story like this to have to answer the questions being the players. It's not the way that it should be, and Kirk Ferentz made the right choice here. Now, what have we got? Some interesting comments? (laughs) Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure somebody would have said something, and it Mm -hmm. would have led to certainly a lot more content but in the grand scheme of things, this was the right choice yeah, by look, Kirk I, I couldn't agree with you more, Trent. And I'm all for these stories, and I like when they get life and legs. <laughs> yes. But um, the first person, maybe, you know, Andrew Downs, give him credit for this one. On his way out the door, had a really good take. Maybe Beth Getz should speak at 1 o'clock, answer mm. some questions before the head football coach uh, takes the podium. Well done, Andrew Downs. I, I thought that was a, a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't sound like that's going to be the case, but it's going to be an interesting presser. I mean, to say the very least... Coming off a week where you know nothing happened last week, haven't been able to talk to the head coach since when the, the end of the Minnesota game. Right, um, it was going to be a lot on the plate, but there's a whole lot more on it now, and um, get a lot of ears on that press conference at 1:45. Yeah, this is going to be one of the more anticipated press conferences. It feels like there's been plenty of those though throughout yeah. the years. And Salty Kirk, pissed off Kirk. What kind of coach fair? Solemn Kirk. Solemn. Yeah, could. Be. There's a variety of different ways. I think there's going to be an edge to him. Yeah, I do too. We continue to hear, at least I continue to hear, he's not pleased yep. about the way that this played out. Yep. He has been a longtime believer and proponent that you don't make moves in season. Drake mm-hmm. Kulak, by the way, had a similar take. <laughs> what, Holy crap. What did the former fullback have to say? 
Holy mac, he unloaded. Oh, really? Yeah, I wish I still had it in free. He <laughs> unloaded on Beth Getz. You don't know anything. Ah. Um, uh, here it is right here. You, you want me to read it for Bam? Yeah, yeah. All right. So sit back and enjoy. Okay. This, this is from the former fullback. You pretend to want the best for the athletes at Iowa, yet you cause more turmoil within the program by injecting this can't say that word, mm-hmm. BS, mid-season. You just showed your ignorance and your willingness to fold to pressure. You know nothing about football, yet you pretend to know what's going to lead to future success. Ha ha! You're just like my any politician, eyes closed, listening to the mob. You're a coward and a fake leader of the university. And he tagged Beth Getz. Whew. That's bringing it. That's bringing it. Don't hold back. And he didn't. No, not he at didn't. all. I do not see it the same way as Drake I think Cooley. it's the right move, Trent. It is something that has lingered for way too long. And it shouldn't have got to this point because mm-hmm. she should have done it in August. I get it. She's new. Could she have done it? I thought she could have and should have. Did she have the power at the time to well, amend that? Fair question. You're not going to, when you get the athletic role, no, no, no. You have to get a new <laughs> offense. That was not, let's live in reality. Yep. But the reality was, at least as far as we know, she could have amended that contract. Mm-hmm. She was asked before the season began. She said that was put in place by a you know, prior AD. We know who it was, Gary Barta. Right. But if she would have just said, that's not how we evaluate. That's not how I evaluate coaches. Maybe something like that. It, very simply, the evaluation will be different, me, as opposed to what Gary Barta put there. Mm-hmm. She could have done that. Sure. And if she had the power to do that at the time, you were at the forefront. And I was like, eh, it's okay. You said that at the time. And I, it, credit to you because you were right. This should have been taken away. The 25 points per game, it was idiotic at the get-go. It was a September-October, to this day, talking point by the national media. And they go out... It's a laughing stock. Right, absolutely. And here's the other thing. Iowa goes out and plays the game of their, well, last three years' life offensively, and they put Trent, it's coming, 30 points. It's coming Saturday. I love the over in this game. You, you do. Just, it's just, I think it's just setting it now. Well, I bet, of course not. Right. Um I think Northwestern will score some points. Anyway, so that for another day. But, but uh, th- that option was there, and that was a miss. Mm-hmm. I think that was a miss. If she had the power, and uh, we don't I think she know. does now. She obviously does now. If she was able to do this, uh-huh. she definitely would have had the power to do that. Here's another scenario. You weren't buying my scenario yesterday, but that's okay. Here's a scenario for you. Iowa goes, beats Northwestern. Mm-hmm. And Rutgers. Mm-hmm. And Illinois. Mm-hmm. And Nebraska. Okay. They're 10-2. They finish They finish unbeaten. I mean, the, the month of November. They go to Indianapolis. They get yeah. beat. Okay. But not clobbered. By? Not 41-3. to By? Whoever. Okay. Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, yeah. whoever. Yeah, yeah. They play one of the heavy heads. Yeah. They lose 23-7. to mm-hmm. Hanging around. Late score puts it away. But they played pretty well. Get to a good bowl game. Is Beth Getz... How does she look? How does the narrative change if Iowa... Uh, does she look like the guy that lit a fire under the Iowa State program in Ohio? And, <laughs> right? <laughs> you could do that. Right? You, I could see it that but way. But there will be some Kirk True believers yes, that, that, are are gonna, still. that are going to be incredibly upset mm-hmm. that you forced a hand that didn't need to be forced. Mm-hmm. This team's still winning games. This team is still competing yeah. at a high level. And you did something that didn't need to be done. Is this something... Because yesterday, I'm like, just take away the interim tag. That's not going to happen. No. They're still going to go through the yep. whole hiring process, and they should. And she'll get it. And I think I she, she will. I believe will. she should. Yes. Uh-huh. She has shown that. But if that scenario plays out, does it become a little more difficult mm. for her to get the job 
if Iowa does have success over this final month. And, and they start scoring points. And they start scoring maybe, points. Maybe you credit her. <laughs> and there'll be one side that'll obviously yeah. point to that. And that's the side I'm going to be on. But there'll be yeah. another. Yeah. The Kirk True Believers yeah. that'll say, no, no, no. You made a mistake here. Well, I want to I want to bring this up from last night because I saw a tweet on Twitter and a guy's name is Hawk from Norwalk. Do you know that cat, by the way? Just from Twitter. Every time I see him, he's hammered. Oh, really? Well, it's on Twitter. His buddy Morsaw, I see him in their, at their tailgate after the game. Uh-huh. They sing, uh, in heaven there is no beer. And his buddy's just got those far away look in his eyes. He's just blitzed. They sound like my kind of people. <laughs> That's why I asked him if yeah. you know. But he's, uh, I'm on that for you on Twitter, right? And yeah, I must yeah. have clicked on one of his at one time, and now I get all of it. I'm glad I do. He seems like a good dude. Uh, but his question on Twitter, if the DeGene touchdown is not taken off the board, does yesterday happen? Oh. And I don't think it does. I think it does eventually. Sure. I don't think it does yet. Because all of a sudden, last week, we know what last week was like. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, was you, it was ugly. It was ugly. You know, when I are fighting with each other, we <laughs> don't fight. But it, this was kind of a, you know, you choose your side type of thing. But the fan base was in a different spot. Yes. They would have been still euphoric after the Dijon touchdown. Does yesterday happen? And I gave him credit. I said, look, dude, I'm borrowing this on our show tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> and I, I tweeted that at him. Because um, I think it's a really good question. Does it happen? I don't think there's any chance it happens. I, don't th- I think it does, but at the end of the year. Right, certainly right. not yesterday. Not the way that it well played Well done, out. Hawk from Norwalk. Yes, it's, they're 7-1. and one. They're probably ranked in the certainly the top 20. You know, yeah. 19, 20, 21, right in that mm-hmm. range. Because they're 23rd the week before. They're, they'd be 7-1 and one in cruise control. For the Big Ten West. Yeah. You knock Minnesota out of the mix. Right. You can still afford a loss, maybe even two more losses yeah. in your Final Four and still be able to get to Indianapolis. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. There is no way this would have played out in this mm-hmm. fashion. And again, that play had nothing to do with the offense. Right. Nothing to do with Brian <laughs> Ferris. They point. still had 12 yards of total offense, yeah. and they still would have had 12 yards but of total offense. But you feel better. Because you got to win. Yeah. And it would be as simple and as You're still that. in the driver's seat. Eventually, you're right. A change would have been made, mm-hmm. but it would not have played out. That was a great Hawk from Norwalk. Credit mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. That is a great one, and I think he's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. There is no way this would have played out, but it did happen. It did, and we saw it, and uh, and we saw what happened yesterday. So, what does this do to Kirk? Does this speed up a timeline? There's there's thought that you know what he might just dig in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two ways also to look at this, and. That's what we do. We're not hot takey. We're not going to take a side to take a side. You take the other. And we'll, right. you know, that's not what we do. Right. This is definitely a both sides argument where you can see Kirk saying, the hell with it. Look, I'm 68 years old. I loved having my grandchildren here in Iowa City. What Brian has had to go through, and it's been ugly. Mm-hmm. I have friends that their kids go to the same elementary schools. It's bad. It's really bad. For not just dad. even it's even at school pickup at the end of the day it's bad. Not just for dad, for the kids. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your dad's an idiot. Yeah. Your dad sucks because mm-hmm. my dad says that he sucks. It's bad for the kids. Mm-hmm. It's been a toxic situation, and you would not wish that. No, even people know. Even my though he's making a million a year, or yeah. whatever he is, right. you're right. That's you don't want that. You don't want kids. anybody's kids to have to mm-hmm. go through those kind of things. And I've said plenty of things about Brian. But when it gets to that level, it's tough. And I'm sure mm-hmm. it's been tough on Kirk. Mm-hmm. And probably it's his son, a part of it. Isn't those his grown son? It's yeah. still your son. And you could definitely see him saying, enough's enough. Mm-hmm. They can figure it out. I'm moving on. Yeah. Or dig your heels in. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And do it by, let's bring in an offensive coordinator that is going to adapt and play like 2023 football. Or, nope, I'm going to go get a yes man. <laughs> right. 
Because I keep winning nine or ten games every year. Uh huh. There is, I think, a great comparison between well, one of the guys that he respects the most, Bill Belichick, and him. Yeah. And I heard something today that I thought, and it just triggered right away with Kirk Ferentz. As you notice, Bill Belichick, of course, has his sons on the staff. Mm-hmm. But also, when he brings people in now, he continues to bring in people that have a background with him. Because at this point in his career, he doesn't want to coach the coaches. And that's why he's continued to go there. And it was Mike Sando who has a long relationship in New England. And that's what he said, that at this point, Belichick does not want to have to... He loves coaching. He still loves coaching players. He doesn't want to have to, on top of it, coach the coaches. Okay. Is Kirk at the same place? Yes. That he look who, who his recent hires have been. He has brought in Abdul Hodge. Mm-hmm. He has brought in Liddell Betts. He has brought in former players, guys that know what he wants, knows his system, knows how he because he doesn't want to have to coach the right. coaches. Right. And is he willing at this point? They're very similar, aren't they, Trent? Now, oh, now that you mentioned that, it's, uh, we knew the relationship in the past, obviously, but now that you bring that, put that out there, yeah, that's they're the, the, one and the same. And then you have another part of that coaching tree, and Nick Saban, that brings in a new OC every year, and uh-huh. he's fine with it. Uh-huh. He's wired differently, isn't he? He is. Yeah. You don't see many guys at this point in their career willing to adapt the way that Nick Saban mm-hmm. has adapted. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick, no. Kirk Ferentz, no. no. <laughs> Joe Paterno, Hayden Fry. I mean, we can talk about old coach. Go back to Bobby Bowden, and there is a long list of aging coaches that were not willing to make the necessary changes. Saban's one. Go deep, deeper on that list, though. You're not going to find now, a Ferris whole lot. Ferris has made changes. I mean, not, but not a, significant. Not, right. Yeah. I mean, he's Kirk 1.0 or New Kirk, remember? Yeah, New Kirk, yeah. 2.0, whatever they had the it was. Fake, the fake field goal at the end of the half, and even right. though they didn't get it, people were cheering. And, yeah. and, and the way he handles things. I mean, social media now, the kids are allowed to. So he has kind of caught up with the times. In some respects, not all of them, though. Um, we'll see. Um, Want to move to baseball? Yeah. So I was surprised last night that uh, that the Rangers won uh, game number three. What does this do? Obviously, you know they're two wins away now. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this they took a commanding two to one lead? Do you feel that the Rangers are the head and shoulders best team? I don't. I don't either. It still has not changed my opinion that. This is a toss-up series. I think it is. When you could get plus money on the Diamondbacks, I said yesterday, now you can get even better money on the Diamondbacks mm-hmm. to win this series. I think you have to take it here. Mantiply? That's who's starting against well, it's a Andrew bull- Haney. It's got to be a bullpen game right, today, right? Against Andrew Haney. Yeah. It was supposed to be yeah. the, the guy that came in yesterday. I just These teams are so depleted. Mm-hmm. What's over under this? Nine and a half. That doesn't feel like it. Doesn't this have... Did you have some runs scored? Yeah, we're going to have mm-hmm. a 8-6 type of game. It, it has that kind of feeling, at least to me, uh, here this evening. But, no, it has not changed my opinion. Yesterday did not change anything. Diamondbacks had plenty of opportunities. They didn't come up with runners in scoring yeah. position. That yeah. happens. Yeah. It's baseball. It's one of... Well, How much seven. baseball did you watch? If you're, Between Monday night, if you could... I oh. was probably 80-20 MNF. Oh, you were. Yeah. I was probably 60-40 baseball, maybe even 70-30. I was, I was certainly more baseball mm-hmm. than I was football. Just, I had the right read on the game on Monday Night Football, and I stayed. I was, this baseball series has me compelled. And I know I'm, I'm on an island. Oof. There's that many of us over Trent, here. They're getting killed. It's the lowest of all time rated World Series. Worse than the bubble year. Worse than any other year, this World Series is. Now, tonight and tomorrow, mm-hmm. I want, it's, they get the stage to themselves. Right. No, yeah. no offense, Maxion, mm-hmm. but they get the stage to themselves, right? There's, there's uh, no football. There's no college football Saturday. Um, 
We'll see. I think it's going to be tied up after tonight, but I thought it was the Diamondbacks would be in the driver's seat after last night. So let's do, let's go back to the NFL because we're yeah. going to spend a lot of time. Who's the best team? We talked about this a little bit yesterday. We both still believe that the Chiefs deserve to be, you know, if you're power ranking, mm-hmm. the team, the number one team in the AFC. I think still by, you know, hair, yeah. uh, it's the Chiefs. Who was it in the NFC? Hmm. We can't say San Francisco, can we? I don't, you know, I don't think you can. They've lost three straight. Philadelphia, they're seven and one. And I, I'm with you. They don't feel like the, the like last year's team. It's just begrudge. It took me. They're five and zero, oh, and before I'd finally even put them up to number two. I just <laughs> there's something about the team that just mm-hmm. isn't quite. And maybe it's because of what they were a year ago. And maybe it's because I hate the tush push. It yeah. just it, it annoys the crap out of me, and it just mm-hmm. it's bothersome. Maybe that's the reason, but you have to put them there. If I was making an argument, though, I think you can still make an argument on the Lions. I like both the double Ds. If, I like Dallas and I like Detroit. And But then you have the Dallas game when you look back on what happened to them against San Francisco. Uh-huh. And I know. Dak was great last week. He was awesome. That was a high-level mark, though, for mm-hmm. certainly what we've seen out of him this season. It's How it's about compelling. this Super Bowl? All right. Detroit versus... Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Speaking of low ratings. Uh, the country would watch the Super Bowl, but Not you're the, right. I think we'd see a tick down. You, you would see a tick down. Yeah. Um, but this Detroit team, I mean, Gibbs was out of his mind yes. last night. He's figuring it out, isn't he's he? He's figuring it out. Well, and, because and they're figuring out how to use him. That's just it. And mm-hmm. they, they're, they're the David Montgomery, uh, that he's not there, um, you know, getting his carries. And he'll be back before you know it. But boy, this Detroit team, they look solid. Dane Mazzatani coming up on the Vikings. What will Minnesota do? Oh. Today's the trade deadline. Do you go out and do... There was some guy on Twitter, and I, and I looked. He's got 6,000 followers. Um, I can't remember who it is. But he's convinced that they are dotting I's. They, the Vikings, are dotting I's and crossing T's with the Saints. He's an NFL guy. I've seen him before, but it's not like, you know, when Adam Schefter has a million followers. And I don't know. I, I do put stock in that, maybe more than I should. Uh, but but convinced that Jamison Winston is going from the Saints to the Vikings. And, you know, kind of makes sense that um, that the Saints would want to move on from that and get what they could from the Vikings. The Vikings, that I look at this roster, I think this is a playoff roster. I do. I'm not sure they're as good as the Lions, but I mean they went into the weekend as the seventh seed, so they were going to get in prior uh, to last weekend. They won last weekend. Their arrow was pointing up, and then Cousins just just a devastating injury. So we'll see. We talked about Colt McCoy and the possibility of going that direction. Have you heard anything? Nothing. More though? That's. The only thing I heard yesterday is Kevin O'Connell say, "You can't." You, I couldn't believe how many calls I got and some of the offers that were thrown my way. Okay, are you going to take any of them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you like to share? So this is from yesterday from, you know, USA Today has that syndicated network yeah, for, yeah, for everybody, yeah. Vikings Wire. It's something wire for everybody, USA Today. And it says uh, here, Colt McCoy emerging as a possible option at quarterback. Vikings worked out McCoy on October 10th. We talked about that yesterday when Mullins was uh, placed on injured reserve. So he has been there. The relationship, they talk about that a little bit more. I'm trying to see if there's even, there isn't even any more names on this, in this article here. You mentioned Jacoby Brissett. Mm -hmm. I don't hate it. It's got to be better than Hall. Yeah, yeah. although, you know, you go back to Hall's college days. You know who his target was in his senior year? 
Puka. Puka. Yes. How do we say his last name? Nakua? Nakua. Nakua. Puka Nakua. They lit it up mm-hmm. uh, at BYU, and he can chuck the ball. And I thought they put him in an incredibly untenable spot when they backed up on the yes. shadow of his own goal line, and they've got him throwing the ball. Um, but, I mean, it, it wasn't catastrophic by any means. It could have been. He got lucky on one. But I don't know. I just I don't know enough about him. It, it's a tough spot halfway through the season. Rookie, okay, here's the keys. You drive. How close is Justin Jefferson from getting back? I don't know the answer to that. You know, if it's a week away. Mm-hmm. But or I have if seen Addison's emergence since he's been out. Well, wow. You put those two guys together with Hawkinson, one of the best tight ends out there, mm-hmm. an offensive Although line. Although I'd rather have his, um, <laughs> uh, his uh, the guy that took over in Detroit, Laporta. Oh, my God. You have an offensive line that has improved immensely. Mm-hmm. You have a running game that stinks. Yep. But. Yeah, they, they do stink. You're right. Can Colt McCoy come in and get this team to even 9-8? and eight? I think so. The schedule's very, very conducive it's to winning so some games. It's so manageable. Mm-hmm. You have. It's at Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That Falcons team is so up and down. Yep. You don't know what you're going to have a quarterback. Yeah, that's the problem. Saints after that at home. Mm. Win. You're favored by two and a half probably in yeah. that game. Yeah. At the Broncos. That's a Sunday night football game. <laughs> or scheduled to be. Scheduled, right. Right. I can't see that staying, but we'll see. That's a winnable game. Home for the Bears. Winnable game. You get a bye week. Yeah. You wrap up at Vegas. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo's awful. The winnable game. Yeah. At Cincinnati. Not There's winning that game. Home for the Lions. It's a home game. Maybe. Right. You're probably a slight underdog, but mm-hmm. it's at home. The Packers will be done. And that's at Minnesota, right? It's at they home. were there this weekend. Yep. And then they finish up at the Lions, but at that point, the Lions maybe even have the division wrapped up. I'm I, sure they'll have the division wrapped up. Yeah. And if there's not any seeding possibilities for the Lions, mm-hmm. this team not only could get to 9-8, and eight, they get to ten and seven. They're a playoff team. Fair they were they play. were headed to the playoffs. Oh no, their cousin. Yeah, yeah, they were headed there. And now, you just it's just an awful spot to be put in. Have you looked at Colt McCoy's numbers recently? I haven't. That was something I had on my list, and I didn't get it to last night because we think of him and you think of some of the good moments that he had in, in Washington and Arizona. There's mm-hmm. a couple of times like, all right, he's all right. Colt McCoy's 37 years old. God, we're getting old. We are. Good God. Colt McCoy is 37. Oh, yeah, I'm 43. All right, here we go. Quarterback record. He's 11-25 as a starter. Mm. Woof. Career, 34 touchdowns, 32 interceptions. But what I was wondering about is recently. Here's his last two years in Arizona. He How many starts did he have? A total of six. He played in eight games in 2021, four games in 2022. He threw a combined... Four touchdowns, four interceptions, completion percentage high though, 74, he hit 74 of 99 passes in 2021, and 68% last year, 90 of 132. Now, it's probably a lot of check down Charlie, I'm going mm-hmm. to anticipate yeah. with that. In fact, you uh, you look at the yards per attempt and yards per completion, yeah, yards per attempt, five last year, yeah, that's not good. 5.9 in his career, so some check down Charlie in there, but overall... But four four touchdowns, four picks? Yeah. And he certainly didn't and have... And he's the, on the street, right? He's not on the right. roster. Yes. He does not have the wide receiver mm-hmm. crew that he's going to have in Minnesota that's if true. Jefferson yeah. comes back. Yeah. He did not have that in Arizona the last two years. No. no. I think that's the way Would to they have? The kid from Purdue, uh, the speedster. Uh, Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore, thank you. Yeah, I don't know who else they have. I can't think. Oh, Brown. Yeah. Uh, Marquise Brown. Um, had Hopkins two years ago. Two years ago. 
Cole McCoy's the way to go. Yeah. We'll see if Dane agrees with this. He's coming up next. All right, let's uh, do this, Trent. How about uh, claiming some NIL money? Love to have a winner. Why not you? Head to KXNO.com right now. You can enter this nationwide keyword. It is grand. Grand is the uh, 11 o'clock keyword. Your chance to win $1,000. That's grand at KXNO.com. Next chance to win about an hour from now and then throughout the afternoon with uh, Murph and Andy and then right into the drive with Heather and Sean. Dane Mazzatani, St. Paul Pioneer Press. Uh, We'll talk to him next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. We're in Condon on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3.com. I'm Miller Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KX. You know, what year is this from? This has 60s, 50s written all over it. Well, the team didn't get there until the 60s, so... I'd say 64. Yeah, it sounds like it anyway. Yes, it does. Dane Mozatani, St. Paul Pioneer Press, where he covers the Vikings. He, uh, he joins us. Dan, uh, Dane Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? All right, we've got to push the button here, Dane. Let me try this again. Uh, how are you, sir? There it is. There it is. I got you. <laughs> Good to talk to you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing well. Good, uh, good. Uh, hey, a couple of things before we get into football. Just some news from this morning when it comes to uh, uh, Minneapolis sports. This case, the Twins. I know you were on the beat for a long time. Dick Bremer, TV voice, after 40 years, announced this morning that uh, he's hanging it up. Will take a different role within the organization, but 40 years in the microphone, calling Twins games. That's a lot of generations of Twins fans that have grown up listening to Dick Bremer. What a run! Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it's it's something that I don't think we're going to truly understand what we had until it's gone and, and you flip on the television and, and you don't hear his voice. So, uh, yeah, I don't think it'll hit us really until until next spring rolls around and you're you're watching Twins, you know, with the family at home and, and Dick Bremer's not on the call. But what a run it was indeed. Absolutely, and it's kind of the voice track of my youth and listening to a lot of games throughout the years with Bremer on the call any idea, any front runner to take over the Twins play-by-play duty? A pretty big gig up there. Obviously, the changing what's happening with Bally Sports, and they don't have a contract going forward. But oh, yeah, that's right. Corey Provis is on the radio side. I don't know if he would transition to TV. Any ideas of who would possibly take over that role? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Corey Provis is on the radio side. I know he's done play-by-play of other games in the past, um, football-wise, so maybe he would have interest in switching over. I would imagine the Twins just kind of cast a wide net for that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're a young team that we've seen is seemingly on the precipice of, of uh, quite uh, 
the core for perhaps being able to have many kicks at the can. So I would imagine they, they want the voice of that to, to be someone that they've really unturned every stone. So I expect mm-hmm. them to kind of cast a wide net there. Well, speaking of casting wide nets, pretty good segue into the quarterback position with the Vikings. You know, before we get to that point, just when it happened, it seemed to me, Dane, and you've uh, you've um, never, I shouldn't say that, you've been, uh, call it like you see it, you were never the biggest Kirk Cousins fan. Uh, I think you maybe changed your opinion. He certainly did mine, and maybe it took the the, uh, the show on Netflix, whatever it was, to, uh, yeah. to change some minds. But he was playing, in my opinion, I thought Kirk Cousins was playing better than I'd ever seen him play before. This looked like a team that he was going to lead into the playoffs, and then sadly to have this open it happen at Lambeau Field. Just a punch in the you know what? Yeah, it was it was truly I think devastating is the only word you can use because you're right. Kirk Cousins was playing the best football of his career. He had made a believer out of me. Certainly, um, I was one of his biggest critics out here, and, yep. and he completely you know 180. Like he had become likable last year under Kevin O'Connell with, with the Kirk O'Chains. The Netflix documentary kind of increased his star even more. And, and then the way he was actually playing the position this season, mm-hmm. um, outside of that 0-3 start, the way the Vikings had played football over the last two weeks with Kirk Cousins leading that charge, uh, I was thinking sitting there halfway through the game against the Packers, they're, they're, they're dominating, thinking like, is this one of the better teams in the NFC? Like Kirk Cousins is playing is out of his mind. The defense is figuring it out. The offensive line is humming. Uh, and then just on a random drop back, he steps up in the pocket and, and his Achilles pops. And it's it, it, you just kind of shook from there on out. It's like, what the heck just happened? So, uh, yeah, he deserved better. Um, he deserved better probably in the way he was covered, um, in the way that we talked about him. I mean, he certainly deserved better uh, in the way that – Man, I wish he would have gotten to a chance to play out what has undoubtedly been the best season of his career to date. So it's just awful. It really is. And, well, the beat goes on and it's football and you have to go to next man in. Well, the next man in was a rookie in Hall last week. We've talked a lot about Colt McCoy here. Uh, We had somebody pass along to us on Twitter, though, that he's been dealing with a bit of an elbow injury. Let's start right there, just with the Colt McCoy front, because of the connection with McConnell. It seems like the easiest transition there. What are you hearing on the Colt McCoy front? I think Colt McCoy is a name that's been tossed around because he he, he wasn't here for a visit, and they couldn't agree to a deal, and... And I think if they were able to agree to that deal or, Kirk, or Colt McCoy was 100% healthy, he probably would have been the backup with Nick Mullins on injured reserve. And, and he probably is the guy stepping in on Sunday at Lambeau instead of Darren Hall. So I, I think there's still interest there. Um, but right now, I think everyone's kind of just watching the clock till 3 p.m. Central right. um, because that's when the trade deadline happens. And are the Vikings going to make a big move and – and go out and, and acquire some big name that that could potentially help them now and in the future. I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily see that happening. We talked to Kevin O'Connell yesterday, and he, he said you wouldn't believe some of the suggestions that have been sent to my cell phone over the last 24 hours. Um, but I think it is something that Clay Adolfimensa and, and Kevin O'Connell, which, who is more or less an extension of the front office. They are on turning every stone and trying to figure out, you know, like I said earlier with Dick Bremer, like casting a wide net. Yeah. I think they really are doing that as far as who is going to play quarterback next to the Vikings. Um, 
it might just be Jaron Hall on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if it is Jaron Hall, it's, it's not for a lack of figuring out all these options, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. Um, but certainly 3 o'clock here, once that rolls around, I think we'll have a, a, a little bit more of a clear indication of, of who the Vikings are going to start this weekend and, and who the Vikings are going to start moving forward. You know, you know, just one more on Kirk Cousins, the person. I saw this this morning. Apparently there was an event last night at the at the practice facility, a Halloween yeah. event for, I don't know if it's underprivileged kids or a bunch of kids were there, and some of the Vikings were there, um, you know, making their night special. And who shows up, you know, on one of those, you put your... I don't know, it's not a tricycle, but you, um, <laughs> he couldn't walk, obviously. But there's Kirk yeah. Cousins out there with the kids, uh, you know, in less than 24 hours uh, after learning that his season uh, had come to an end. That tells me a lot about Kirk Cousins, the person. Yeah, that's that's just who he is. When I, you know, there are some guys in this league and, and across sports that I really think are good guys for the camera. Um, you know, I'm showing up to this event because I know the camera is going to be there. Right. That is not Kirk Cousins at all. Yep. That, that that decision to go to that trick or treat event with the kids, I'm sure it was something he was planning on going to before he got injured mm-hmm. in Green Bay, and it's something that he said I'm still going to um, because this is what's important to me. And um, I, I think you saw another example of that. It was another clip that went viral five minutes after he popped his Achilles and walked out of the medical tent and had to get helped on to the cart and surely knowing like his season is over and probably thinking that his career with the Vikings might be over. Mm-hmm. You see him on Sunday clapping and cheering on the offense. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys hang their head, towel over their head, tears in their eyes, not Kirk Cousins. Um, he, he is a team guy through and through. And, you know, we can criticize his play or, you know, talk about how polarizing he is on the field. Um, but off it, man, you won't find a better guy. That's great, great things for a guy that has been much blind, as you mentioned a little bit earlier in his career, and yet as a person, he has just maintained what he is. What do you think the future of him looks like? Is there Are the Vikings just going to move on, or is there a possibility, knowing that how limited he'll be going into next season, he'll be back in a Viking uniform next season? Yeah, I think a lot of it will hinge on how the rehab process goes, I think. For Kirk Cousins, certainly um, he has every intention of playing football in the National Football League again. But this is also a grueling recovery process. And I think because we see Aaron Rodgers hopping on Pat McAfee, talking about how he's going to play this season, and you see him throwing the ball around pregame, you almost forget. Like Achilles injuries five years ago were basically a death sentence yep. in a guy's career. Yep. So now uh, just because I think Aaron Rodgers is – I think he's playing it up for the cameras too. I don't know if he's really going to come back this year. Um, I think we almost lose, we get desensitized to how serious of an injury this is. I have no idea if this, this is total conjecture on my part, but it would not shock me. He's 35, going to be 36 next summer. If midway through this, he says, you know what, I just want to hang out with Julie and the kids and, and hang it up and call it a career. I had a great one. Um, I, I know right now he has every intention of coming back and playing, um, but this is this is an injury that I think, is you know open up a lot of eyes um you know to to what type of guy he is um if he does come back and he is willing to take a discount which maybe sounds brass because of what just happened um but i don't think he's going to be worth as much money as he he would have been completely healthy finishing out this season maybe there's a reunion with the vikings um but right now i i i would it would not surprise me if the vikings kind of just push forward and into the next chapter um, of the franchise without Kirk Cousins, which is going to be strange because 
Love him or hate him, um, he was the Vikings for the last five, six years. No doubt about it. Dane Mozatani, St. Paul Pioneer Press. Dane, so let's throw, toss around a couple of other names that are, you know, at least in conversations, whether it's message board fodder or, to, or social media, whatever. Tom uh, Brady. You, Tom Brady's <laughs> one of them. Yeah, Brady's out there. Uh-huh. Uh, Jamison Winston is out there. Jacoby Brissett is out there. A- any of those three picking up any steam at all, Dane, from uh, from what you can see? Uh, I, I saw a rumor about Jameis Winston the other day. Um, I don't know how confounded that rumor is. Um, and certainly, I think a lot of these names that are being thrown out there just are kind of fodder that makes sense because this guy's a backup, but he's been a starter, has proven himself as a, a viable option, a la Jacoby Brissett. Um, I don't get the sense that anything is like imminent with those those names that are being thrown out there. Of course, that could all change in the next three hours. Um, I also don't get the sense that Tom Brady's coming out of retirement, right. which would be a heck of a story. I would love that. Yeah. Um, it would be a, what a thing to cover for, for <laughs> two, three months here. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I think a lot of this trade market stuff right now, um, it's interesting because I think a lot of the names that are being thrown out there are probably names that have been kicked around within the front office. Um, I just don't know how close the Vikings are at actually executing any of these because it's take time. And that is another wrinkle of this injury that I think is almost being overlooked is if this happened two weeks ago, you would have two weeks to, to figure out, okay, where do we want to go? What does make sense? What doesn't make sense? They had 24 hours. So it's really a full court press here trying to figure out the next step. Um, but yeah, I think everything is an option still. So we've seen Dane, this offensive line, take steps forward this year. Jordan Addison is becoming a very good receiver, coupled with Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. What about J.J.? When do they anticipate Jefferson getting back in, whoever the quarterback turns out to be? That's one heck of addition to add to your lineup. Certainly, and that's another reason it's just such a devastating blow, is that this offense and this team was humming, and you were going to get the best player on the team back here right. um, in short order. Um, he has to miss the next week just because of the rules with injured reserve. You have to miss four games if the team puts you on injured reserve. Um, initial diagnosis with that hamstring strain was, I think, four to six weeks. So if it's closer to four, uh, we'll see. Um, then his, his practice window could be opened up next week, and, and in theory he could be on the field against the New Orleans Saints. Um, but as far as where he's at in the, in the progression, um, it's just hard to say. Because I know he, you know Kevin O'Connell, I think, put it best the other day. Uh, you have to kind of – almost realign your expectations as a coach and I think now as a, as a casual observer too uh, just because Justin Jefferson's running and and, and then doing these little rehab workouts off on the side um, doesn't mean he's ready to go full go and, and, and you know stop on a dime at 15 and come back to the football so it's a tricky thing with hamstring injuries, so I think the Vikings are going to definitely be cautious with it. Uh, last thing for me, uh, is there a chance it's Jaron Hall? I mean, would they? what have they seen out of him? Certainly his final year at BYU, him and Puka Nakua just lit it up, right? Over 3,000 yards, 31 touchdowns, I, six picks. I think – oh, sorry, there. No, no, go ahead. Yep. What Could it be uh, Jaron Hall? I, I, I think it definitely could be, and I think if they don't make a move – if if they don't bring someone in, um, Kevin O'Connell has kind of been, you know, quick to not, like I guess not name him the starter. He, he's had two chances now to say Darren Hall's our guy moving forward. I think he hasn't committed to him because he wants to see how the next 
well, now three hours play out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if they don't bring anyone in, to me it makes more sense to, to just roll with Jaron Hall than, than Nick Mullins because Nick Mullins is a, is a week away from you know potentially coming off injured reserve. So I think if 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 nobody if the move is not made, uh, the offense would have to change with Jaron Hall running it. They could not inundate him with the same amount of plays that that Kirk Cousins can can retain and, and call and, and execute. Um, but he has a little bit of athleticism. He's a 25-year-old rookie, so he's, he's, he's older and able to kind of process in that way. Um, he has a good head on his shoulders, and I think they like what they've seen as far as improvement. The hard thing is this is a kid who came from running the spread offense at BYU, never really having to call plays in the huddle, and now he's been married to – Kevin O'Connell, who might have one of the most complex verbiages in the NFL. So it's going to be a progression still for him. Um, but certainly, yeah, I think it could be him. And I think, um, you know, we'll know more in three hours. Um, but if it is him on Sunday, I would not be surprised. Uh, Dane Mazzatani, St. Paul Pioneer Press. As an aside, uh, Dane, I enjoyed your uh, little recap from Lambeau Field, you and your partner. I guess it was on YouTube or Twitter, whatever. I caught that uh uh, after the game on Sunday. So I'm assuming you do those every week, and uh, that, w- that was a good watch. Anyways, Dane, thanks for popping on. We appreciate it, as always. St. Paul Pioneer Press for Dane. Latest on the Vikings could be an eventful day. Dane, thank you. No problem. Anytime, guys. Good to talk to you. Dane Musatani, St. Paul Pioneer Press, as we check in on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, did you – I mean, I, again, I thought they put Hall in an impossible mm-hmm. spot. Yes, but- Absolutely. Uh, just run the ball, run the ball. What are you doing? And got away with one, but what? He complete three out of four or two. Something he wasn't lighting it up. I'm not measuring him for a gold jacket. Well, Nick Mullins is coming back in a couple weeks. Yeah. You know what? There was another is Nick Mullins. No, Trent. Forget about that. There was another team that had a that had similar situation last year that their quarterbacks got knocked out and they they gave it they they turned the keys over to this kid. Oh, uh, nobody expected anything of him. And then he got hurt in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah. I get, I and get I, and I'm not saying he's Brock Purdy's story. You're going Brock we've Purdy, seen huh? it. We've seen it before, right? I don't know. Pretty good offensive line. Great they wide Really receivers, good offensive line. Tight trend. end. Now they can't run the game. There's no Christian McCaffrey. There's no Christian McCaffrey. Right. Correct. Yeah. And that's a pretty big... Yeah. The gap between Christian McCaffrey and Alexander Madison... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Alexander and Alexander M. Madison. He runs so hard. He's just mm-hmm. not talented. No. The dude. I wish he was good. Mm-hmm. He's not, and he's a lot better than Cam Akers. Yeah, who he actually did some damage on. He did a little bit, but you know, yeah. again, bar's not set real high. Anyways, we'll come back. We'll finish up the RB. Interesting to see where they go. I think they're a playoff team. I really I think do so too. And that roster. If we do find out, they get somebody. Hall's probably going to get the start this Sunday. week. Has you, to. Right. Yeah. You go that at minimum. Yeah. And then after that, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. 800 bets off. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Final couple of minutes, first hour of the program. Matt Snyder. CBSSports.com will head to Phoenix, site of game number four tonight, 
tomorrow. Uh, he will join us. We'll talk a little MLB. Uh, and then David Eicholt on Iowa. He'll join us at about 1230. You said that you watched some of the exhibition game against Quincy last night as McCaffrey's bunch took the floor. Not some of it. I watched all of it. You watched the whole thing. Start to finish. Well, I paid the nine ninety nine for BTN Plus. So I'm going to utilize it. <laughs> Because uh-huh. I think there's three. Is that nine ninety nine a month? A month, yeah. Uh-huh. I will obviously cancel after these two months where you actually need it, and we'll move on from that. What but, did you think? Ah, uh, this team's got a long ways to go. They're not very good. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Desante Bowen was, I thought, a disaster at times. Really? The buckets that he got were loose ball, flip it up, uh, turn the corner a couple of times, but yeah, on the guard from Quincy, turned it over, <laughs> right. Just loose with the basketball. It was not good. I anticipated to see more out of Bowen. He was a disappointment. What'd you think of Cricky? He's good. Is he? He's crafty. Yeah. And he's nifty. And, and he's, he's a veteran. Get, and he's gonna drive people nuts. Yeah. The other team nuts. Yeah. He's yeah. he's good. Good free throw shooter too. Is he? Eighty one percent last year Jeez. of Alpo. And yeah, looks smooth at the free throw line. He's gonna score a bunch this year. Patrick McCaffrey's the same. Uh nothing's really changed there. Perkins. Same, yep. yeah. Um, needs to be more. Tried a couple threes early, missed. All right, it's going to happen. The Sanford boys? Uh, Peyton keeps getting better. That's There's good. more to his game. It's good. A little more versatile, a little more off the bounce. Uh, Price has a more well-rounded game at this point in his career. Yeah, so, He just so, came in and hit threes. I was going to say, following it on Twitter, he hit a couple of big threes because they were getting beat at the time. They were, yeah. They, they were getting beat by Quincy. And even when they stretched it out, yeah. Quincy cut it back to 10, 12, a couple uh-huh. of different times. And... The final score was not indicative okay. of the game that it was. Now, Iowa had him in arm's reach the whole time. Mm-hmm. I said before the season, I said during the summer when it had come up in our summer conversations, I thought this team was maybe even going to be just shy of a bubble team. Nothing I saw last night dissuaded me from that opinion. Jeez. This team is going to be, if I put the over-under at 8.5, Big Ten wins, 20-game schedule, I'd probably lean under. I yeah. think this is looking eight and twelve, seven and thirteen, maybe with a break nine and eleven. I think it's a struggle for them just to get to five hundred in the Big Ten this year. Yikes, yikes, yikes! And the Big Ten after the top two is not very good this That's year. That's what everybody says, Trent. That's what everybody says. Purdue and Michigan State have a chance to be elite. Everybody mm-hmm. else is a whole lot of meh. When do we see the clones? It's not for a while, right? Yeah, I don't think until next week. Late I think the women week. start their exhibition season uh, tonight. We're, well, and then we're off on Monday because the women are playing on Monday. Correct? Oh, okay. Yeah, we're off Monday. Not everybody, just us. Oh, just us because they play. And what, then I think a half an hour of Murph and Andy for the post game and all yes. that wrapping things up. Gotcha. So I know that they play at least Monday, but I don't think the men play till the following week. I'm anxious to see this team. I am too. How do you fit the pieces? They got mm-hmm. a lot of pieces. They did. How do you fit them together? Who's going to be kind of that lead guard, if you will, mm-hmm. between the two transfers? Can that's Lipsy what I'm really with. shoot better? Right. Yeah. Right? It's one thing doing it in the gym. Yep. Different in front of people. All right. Hour number two. We'll start with baseball conversation. David Eicholt uh, will join us at 1230. We'll be about an hour and 15 minutes away from a much-anticipated press conference with uh, head football coach Kirk Ferentz. Another keyword coming up in 25 minutes as well. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXN.